It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy. And in today's video, we're going to be doing a 12 team super flex mock draft from the fifth overall spot. Today's draft, the roster settings are going to go as follows. So it's going to be one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a normal flex, a super flex, and six bench spots. In most of my leagues, normal redraft leagues, I typically do five bench spots, but I think in a super flex league, you might want to have six bench spots since it is a little bit more deep and most people want to roster either three or four quarterbacks. Before we can get into things though, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below and while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure that you do leave a like on today's video. It would help us out a ton. And if you would like to follow me on Twitter, please do so at Notorious FNTSY. So without further ado, let's get into the video. So this draft is going to be from the fifth overall spot. If you guys did end up watching my super flex draft strategy video from yesterday, my favorite place to be drafting in a 12 team super flex league is in the top five picks because I can almost guarantee myself a top. Well, I can guarantee myself a top five quarterback and I can potentially get a top three quarterback in super flex drafts a majority of the time I want to be leaving the first round with a quarterback now it definitely depends how things go right I don't want you guys to just enter the draft and think I fucking need to draft a quarterback in the first round because maybe four quarterbacks go in front of me and maybe I'm not someone who say thinks that Lamar Jackson is worthy of that pick or maybe I don't think that Justin Herbert falls to me. Maybe I don't think Justin Herbert's worth that pick, and I would rather just wait. And that's okay as well. And that's why I don't want you guys to just go into the draft forcing yourself to take a quarterback here in the first round or thinking now I need to take a quarterback in the first round and then the third round and then you took your quarterback in the first round that you're really happy with and then you get into the third round and you don't really like the quarterbacks that are there. But then you feel like you have to take one because you already told yourself before the draft that I need to take a quarterback there. So just make sure not to put yourself inside of a metaphorical box right before you do these drafts. So let's get into things. Let's start this draft up here. So the first pick of the draft is going to be Lamar Jackson, followed by Jonathan Taylor, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes. Very shocking that Josh Allen did not come off of the board already. In my opinion, Josh Allen should be the first overall pick in drafts like this in a 
super flex and a two quarterback draft. To me, a super flex and two quarterback draft are basically the exact same thing because in a two quarterback league, you have to be starting two quarterbacks every single week. In a super flex league, you don't necessarily have to, right? You can play a running back, wide receiver, tight end in that spot. But in reality, if you want to be maximizing the potential, maximize the output of your roster every single week, you need a quarterback there. So I'm treating it as though I need two quarterbacks every single week. So to me, the pick here would be Josh Allen. I don't think this would actually happen in drafts. Now, I do think you can easily get a top four, top five quarterback at the 105. I just don't think it will be Josh Allen in a lot of drafts. But hey, he does fall to us at the 105. That would be my pick. And then say you don't believe that. Just imagine that it's Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes or Kyler Murray. Any of those quarterbacks would be fine with me inside of the top five. It's definitely all about preference. And I think people are going to have a wide variety of players inside of their top five. Like if you ask someone, hey, who's your top five quarterbacks? I bet you there's like seven or eight names that people could name as people that are in their top five at the quarterback position. It seems very open this year, and it seems like there aren't a clear top five, and there is not a clear top five this season. So after we went with Josh Allen, came Joe Burrow, Austin Eckler, uh, Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup, Christian McCaffrey, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, Dak Prescott, Justin Jefferson, Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews seems like he is rapidly rising up the draft boards, right? Earlier on in the offseason, he was a locked and loaded third round pick. In a redraft league, not even in a super flex league, in a normal redraft league, he's going in the third round. Now he's moving up into the second round, and in most drafts, he goes at the turn. He is a early second round pick now. Do I think he's worth that pick? Yes, but it is very interesting to see. So we already got Josh Allen. The quarterback's still on the board right now. Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Hurts. I do like these quarterbacks, but I don't feel as though we are forced into a situation where I need to draft back-to-back quarterbacks in the first two rounds. Looking at running backs available right now, we got DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara, Nicholas Chubb, Javante Williams, Saquon Barkley. Looking at the wide receiver position, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill. For me, while I do like DeAndre Swift a lot, I would rather get a wide receiver that I feel as though could easily finish inside the top three. I think there's definitely a debate to have here. Do you want Devontae Adams or Stefan Diggs? Let me know down below in the comment section who you guys would select in this situation. Now, we do already have Josh Allen, so that is going to outweigh the fact that I think that Devontae Adams is going to finish better, and I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs for that stack. Typically, when Josh Allen has an amazing game, then so will Stefan Diggs. So I'm going to go ahead here and take Stefan Diggs and pair him up with Josh Allen. So after we went with Stefan Diggs, came Jalen Hurts, Alvin Kamara, A.A. Ron Rogers, Russell Wilson, Kyle Pitts, DeAndre Swift, Devontae Adams, and 9-inch Nicholas Chubb. So we are back up on the board here. Ready? We already have our quarterback one. Looking at the quarterback still available, I do like Tom Brady a lot, and I really think that Tom Brady is going to have a fantastic season yet again in 2022. But I would be interested to see what my team looks like if I don't take a quarterback here, because I know for sure if I don't take Stafford or Tom Brady, which are my highest ranked quarterbacks here, or Trey Lance, I would say, I think Trey Lance's ADP is going to skyrocket immensely, maybe even into the second round of Superflex drafts once Jimmy Garoppolo is gone. Right now, the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is still there makes people fucking panic a little bit. They shit their pants. But at the end of the day, I don't really think that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to matter in the equation. I really think Trey Lance is going to be the guy. So if we don't t- if we don't take a quarterback here, that would be in like the Kirk Cousins to a range. 
And if I'm being honest with you, I just don't feel super comfortable with them being my number two quarterback. Now, I like Tua a lot. I like Derek Carr. But how far are these guys going to fall in a two quarterback super flex drafts? Because in super flex drafts, quarterbacks get drafted so fucking high. Even guys that you don't even like, even guys that I'm not super love with, a guy like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, they just go so high in these things that I don't even feel comfortable taking them where their ADP is. So I'm going to reach up and take a quarterback. My preference here would be Trey Lance. Now, I don't have Trey Lance ranked the highest out of these three, but I'm going to keep moving him up because I really do feel as though Jimmy Garoppolo's ass is done. His ass is grass in San Francisco. And I think that Trey Lance has top five upside in fantasy football due to the rushing upside. The safer picks there are Stafford and Tom Brady. 100%. But I already went safe. I already got Josh Allen. So I'm definitely willing to take that risk. So after we went Trey Lance, came Matty Snapback, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, CD Lamb, Brees Hall, Tyreek the Freak Hill, Debo Samuel, George Kittle Me Timbers, Deshaun Watson, Saquon Barkley, Derek Carr, Leonard Fournette, AJ Brown, Kirk Cousins. You like that? And Javante Williams, Deshaun Watson going in the fourth round right now. I don't feel comfortable taking Deshaun Watson. I honestly think there is a chance that he gets suspended the whole season earlier on. I was thinking, oh, it's going to be like seven, eight, maybe nine games, right? Maybe he gets half the season, more than half the season. But I didn't think that it would be the whole season. And how things are moving right now, it seems like it's going to end up being the whole season. So I'm staying clear away from Deshaun Watson. If he gets suspended even eight games, take him in the fourth round of Superflex draft. I understand the upside is there, right? When he's playing, he could be a top five quarterback in fantasy football. He's just that good. But in a super flex draft, when you draft Deshaun Watson, it's not like, you know, you can really wait the, the eight weeks, the nine weeks potentially, right? You really can't because you need two quarterbacks every week and now you have to reach on a third quarterback much earlier. I just don't like it. I, I just could not do that. So we're back up on the board here. Aaron Jones is criminally underrated right now. Aaron Jones is a running back that is going to be seeing a zillion targets this season. They don't really have a confirmed wide receiver number one in this offense with Mr. A.A. Ron Rogers, Mr. Discount Double Check. I think Aaron Jones is going to see a shit ton of work here and could easily finish as a top 10 back. And we got him at pick at the 408. So I'm very, very, I'm very comfortable with that. I don't know why the fuck I just stuttered right there. So after Mr. A.A. Ron Jones came down. Aaron Waller, Keenan Allen, Antonio Gibisan, I hate that pick, Mike Evans, Cam Akers, Teehee, Higgins, David Montgomery, and DK Metcalf. We're back up on the board here right now through the first four rounds. We got two quarterbacks, a running back, and a wide receiver. So where we are picking right now, you can really go either way, either running back or wide receiver. Looking at the tight ends, the top end tight ends have already came off the board. Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Uh, Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller are all off of the board. So now we're kind of in not necessarily a tight end, quote unquote, dead zone, but a range where it's like, I don't really want to reach up. Take one of these guys, right? Waller just went. I don't feel like the difference between Waller and Hawkinson, if you were to pick him next, right? That's just like 10 picks later. That's just fucking stupid. So I would rather definitely just wait on tight end right now. My favorite out of these guys, I like Schultz and Goddard a ton this season or Dallas Goddard, however the hell you pronounce that guy's name. Uh, so we're up here and I think we are going to end up going with another running back because I am just very high on this running back. And as the draft continues to go, it's going to be very hard to find another running back that I feel as confident in as James Conner. Last year, him versus Chase Edmonds, he absolutely eviscerated Chase Edmonds in the battle of the backfield, right? The battle of the bastards type deal. He just absolutely slayed 
Chase Edmonds, right? Chase Edmonds stood no chance. James Conner fucking dominated last season. His stats were absolutely insane. Do they just have the numbers as a whole? He was he was a top five running back in standard and in PPR. He was a top 32 overall player in both standard and PPR. The guy was fucking dominant. His stats last year were crazy. He scored a bunch of touchdowns. And I think that in 2022, we could see something similar, right? 15 rushing touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns. The guy was amazing. Now, something about James Conner that a lot of people point to the negative. Oh, James Conner always gets hurt, blah, blah, blah. But to be honest with you, I don't think James Conner should be ran through the dirt because of his injury history. I think if he's able to play... 15-ish games, he is going to dominate, especially with how good I believe this Arizona Cardinals offense is going to be yet again in 2022. After we go with James Conner came Terry McLaurin, Jalen Waddle, Josh Jacobs, Ezekiel Elliott, J.K. Dobbins, Travis Etienne, D.J. Moore, Deontay Johnson, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Tua Tungavailoa, uh, Justin Fields, we got Dalton Schultz, Amari Koopa, and Kenneth Walker. I am pretty low on Kenneth Walker compared to most people. I really think that Rashad Penny could be the lead back. I'm not worried at all about Chris Carson. He just got surgery on his neck. He's got like a whole fucking plate on his neck. I think he may end up retiring, not because he's necessarily over the hump, right? I think he still has the skill, but the injury factor is there. He's always had neck issues. Uh, it just doesn't seem like the best idea for him to play, but even if he does play, he doesn't really affect my opinion on Kenneth Walker or Rashad Penny. So we're back up on the board here. TJ Hawkinson, the top player available according to Sleeper. Not the guy I would be taking here. The biggest difference between regular fantasy football mock drafts right now and best ball drafts that I've seen is Michael Pittman's ranking in best ball leagues on underdog fantasy. Michael Pittman is a top 15 wide receiver every single time. He never falls past that because the upside is so immense with now Matt Ryan under center on such a good Indianapolis Colts team. I love Michael Pittman. He is going to be my pick here. I think you can make the argument for Hollywood Brown. I think Hollywood Brown's going to really start off, come out the gates on fucking fire. Super hot fire. And then once DeAndre Hopkins comes back, then maybe he twiddles off, right? He dwindles off. But early on, I think he's going to come out the gate on fucking fire. But who knows how he's going to finish. So based upon what I know right now, I definitely like Michael Pittman more. And I really do feel like this Indianapolis Colts offense is going to be significantly better with Matt Ryan compared to with Carson Wentz under center. So before we make our next pick, we did bring up underdog fantasy just before. So let's talk about them real quick. If you guys do use promo code AWESOMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O, you guys will receiving a first match deposit bonus of up to $100. So if you deposit $100, they will give you an additional $100. If you guys don't know what Underdog Fantasy is, they are a best ball website. What best ball is, is basically you just draft it and you forget about it. The computer on Underdog will automatically put the highest scores at each position every single week into your roster. So all you got to do is draft it, and then you can watch it every week, or you can just draft it and forget about it and come back at the end of the season, and maybe you want a lot of money. The puppy tournament that is close to filling right now 70 million dollars to first place only five dollars to entry and like i said it is close to filling but they're gonna open up more they always do and then there's the best ball three mania tournament first place wins two million dollars and again there's no in-season management there's no trading there's no waiver wires so you don't even have to think about it the most fun thing for me in fantasy football is the draft i love doing these mock draft videos i love doing drafts it's so fucking fun so to me, it's the best thing about fantasy football, and then you don't even have to worry about the in-season management. Your team is automatically set for you, and then you can come back at the end of the season and win a lot of money. So again, 
underdog fantasy promo code awesomeo a w e s e m o for a first match deposit bonus of up to one hundred dollars. If you guys watch the Best Ball channel, the Awesomeo Best Ball channel, you guys can get some more tips on how to draft there and my thought process and how it is different when you're comparing a redraft league compared to a best ball league. And we do drafts on underdog every single Monday live. So you guys can watch those as well. So let's get back on into the video. Thank you to Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring today's video. And this is a sponsor that I use a lot. I am on there all the time. If you guys ever catch me in a draft, uh, leave down below in the comment section. No, I drafted with you. My handle is at Notorious or there's no at. It's just Notorious FNTSY in there. And if you see me, go ahead and tweet that at me. Leave it in the comment section that you made a draft or you were in a draft with me. So we are back up on the board here at the 705. We already have our two quarterbacks. I think you can make the argument that maybe you want to take a third quarterback eventually, but not yet for me. And you got to make sure that you're looking at the bye weeks when you're drafting your third quarterback because you don't want to draft Josh Allen, Trey Lance, and another quarterback that has, say, bye seven or bye nine in this case. If you have other quarterbacks, obviously the buys are going to be different. So you got to make sure that you monitor the bye weeks of your quarterbacks very, very heavily because you will feel very stupid if you draft two quarterbacks, especially your first two quarterbacks. If they're on the same bye week, you're going to feel like a real dummy. So now we are back up on the board here. I don't like Hawkinson. I mean, it's not that I don't like Hawkinson. I think Hawkinson's going to be just fine. But in the seventh round here, I'd rather just wait and take a shot on maybe not a Dawson Knox because then we're going super Bills heavy, but on a Zach Ertz, a Pat Firemath, a Rob Gronkowski, who I think will be back with Tampa. So I definitely rather, I would rather wait. <laughs> what the fuck? I would rather wait. So we're going to go here and go with a wide receiver. The running backs available are pretty dicey at this point. I actually like Clyde Edwards Hilaire a ton because of the fact that he's falling in drafts. He's no longer a first, second round pick, but he's been already taken. So with this pick here, we're going to go with Traylon Burks. I also like Michael Thomas a ton, and I think he could be a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy football this year, but I'm starting to get nervous, man. Pretty nervous about him because not that he's not a good player or that I think he's going to fall off because he's missed so much time. I just worry that maybe he isn't healthy and it just concerns me. So we're going to just draft Traylon Burks here. I like Amon Ross St. Brown as well. Pretty staying pretty clear away from DeAndre Hopkins because again, I don't really want to draft a guy that's going to be that I want starting in my lineup in the seventh round, a, a guy that's going to be riding my bench for a bunch of weeks due to the fact that he's suspended. So not for me here, Traylon Burks, I understand. But Nick, the Tennessee Titans are such a run heavy offense. Why do you want the receiver? Because he is their only fucking receiver besides Robert Wood. So they are going to force feed this man the ball. So Traylon Burks, then we see Damian Harris, DeAndre Hopkins, Ryan Tannehill, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Michael Thomas, Mystic Mac Jones, Miles Sanders, Tony Pollard, TJ Hawkinson, Brandon Cooks, Al Robinson, Darnell, here comes the Mooney, Zach Ertz, and Cortland Sutton. So we are back up on the board here. Running backs looking a little bit suspect at this point. My favorite running backs still available here would be either Devin Singletary or Chase Edmonds, but I think I can get them in the next round. Cordero Patterson, there's definitely an interesting case you can make for him. He was so good last year. They're going to use him as running back and a receiver, but I'm not fully sold on him. I'm just thinking maybe he's going to retract a little bit this year. The quarterback play is definitely going to be worse with Marcus Mariota under center. They bring in Drake London. Obviously, Calvin Ridley is not there because he's suspended uh, for the whole year for fucking gambling, but I don't know. I'm just not as sold in on Cordero Patterson. This He's not as sold on him last year either, but obviously he was a waiver wire stud. So we are back up on the board here. We still don't have a tight end, but I'm fine just waiting until later if I'm being honest with you guys. So we're going to go ahead and take a wide receiver here, and then we're probably going to have 
have to start taking some more running backs. We're going to go with Drake London. So we're going to go back to back rookie picks here. I think that Drake London is also being slept on a little bit because while he is a rookie and I don't think he's going to put up some Jamar Chase fucking numbers, right? But he is the number one receiver on the Atlanta Falcons. I understand they do have Marcus Mariota, right? I was just making fun of Cordero Patterson for that reason. But at the end of the day, Drake London is a better receiver than Cordero Patterson could ever fucking dream to be. So I think Drake London will still be successful. You could argue for Juju Smith-Schuster, who could be the number one wide receiver there in Kansas City. You can also talk about Elijah Moore, a couple other players that uh, I think are deserving of that spot. But for me, I would rather go ahead and go with Drake London. After with Drake London, came Devontae Smith, Matty Ice, Ice Baby, Rashad Bateman, uh, Cordero Patterson, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, back-to-back New York football Jets wide receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Corvette, Corvette, and Dawson Knox one time, if you are with me. Here, I really like Devin Singletary, but we have so many Buffalo Bills players. We'd be so heavily hinging on the Bills. But real quick, we're not going to take him. But if you look at his stats, towards the end of the season, he was really popping off. Towards the end of the season, Devin Singletary was looking pretty solid. And I think that people don't really understand that he was a very consistent running back at the end of the season. While he doesn't really have that receiving upside, I understand that they draft James Cook for that. But I really, really do believe that Devin Singletary is getting slept on because he's going to be seeing more usage than I think people are going to talk about. Since we have so many bills, we will go with another player that I like in this range. That's going to be Chase Edmonds. I just kind of talked about earlier how James Conner fucking slayed his ass and he became the number one running back on the team. But Chase Edmonds in Miami with a Mike McDaniel offense, with a better offensive line, with a better head coach. I'm really thinking that Chase Edmonds could be in a really good situation this year as probably the number one running back on the team coming off the board in the ninth round. So after we went Chase Edmonds came Hunter Renfro, Brandon Ayuk, Pat Fryer-Muth. Uh, we got Zach Wilson, Kareem Hunt, Devin Singletary, Mike Licky, Amagasiki, uh, James Cook, Gabe Davis, Adam Thielen, Chris Olave, Tyler Lockett in my pocket skirt, uh, Christian Kirk, and then Rashad Penny. I want to be honest, I would rather get kicked in the cock by a horse than draft Tyler Lockett's I, it's just like with Drew Locke, man, like the, the reason why you like Lockett is the big play potential, that big play, he fucking bursts down the seam, Mr. Russell Wilson heaves it up there, right in the bread, bread basket, bang, like, what's that guy's name, the NBA guy that does that, the announcer, is it, I don't know what his name is, but he's like, bang, Curry from three, bang, that's what, like, it was like Russell Wilson to Lockett, bang, but, uh, yeah, now it's like fucking Drew Locke to lock it or Geno Smith to lock it. I mean, uh, not, not the best. No bueno, as they would say. So we're back up on the board here. Got a couple more picks. We got one, two, three, four, five picks left. We don't have a tight end yet, so we would be smart to draft a tight end. It would also be smart, though, to draft a backup quarterback because you do want to be drafting three quarterbacks, in my opinion, so that when one of your guys is either hurt or on bye, you can go ahead and throw the other quarterback in. So again, we got bye week nine and bye seven. Here out of this group, I think the safest pick is probably Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz is just a schlub. He's going to do quarterback two numbers. You're never going to be excited. You're never going to like throw your fucking mouse at the wall being mad that you started Carson Wentz because he's just average. He's never really going to do anything special. I'm all about going for the upside. So I'm going to go with famous Jameis. Eat a W, steal a crab, Winston, because I think that Jameis Winston could put up a much better season in New Orleans 
this year compared to last year because he got hurt last year, right? He was actually playing quite well. There's no quarterback competition there. Jameis is the guy, so I like Jameis a ton, and he fits in with the bye week narrative. Other quarterback I like there would have been Danny Dimes for the upside that he has, the immense amount of upside, the rushing upside, but again, the guy does kind of suck. But he also didn't fit the agenda because he's by nine, as is Trey Lance. So after with famous Jameis Winston came Michael Cotta, Melvin Gordon, Carson Wentz, Jameson Williams, Noah Fant, Bobby Trees, Robert Woods, Albert O, Michael Gallup. So we're back up on the board here. We got our three quarterbacks. We definitely are in dire need of a tight end. And we are going to go with Mr. Rob Gronkowski again. I am under the strong belief that Rob Gronkowski is going to be the tight end of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. I would bet money on that I feel confident in it I just don't know why he wouldn't come back so that's just my opinion on that if he doesn't come back then this pick's gonna look fucking stupid if you're watching this in August and Gronk's still not back you're like oh this Nick guy's a fucking dumbass at the end of the day it just seems like he's going to come back right it just seems like there's going to be another Rob Gronkowski season probably his last one but he's definitely coming back especially since Tom's back there's just no way he's gone so after with Rob Gronkowski came Isaiah Spiller Alan Lazard Ramondre Stevenson Chase Claypool, Cole Komet, Tyler Higby. Then we went ahead and saw Alexander Matisson, Ronald Jones, who I like as a sneaky pick, Tyler Boyd, Christian Watson, Hunter Henry. We got Sky with two Ys more, Damian Pierce, and Russell Gage. We need another running back. We are in need of another running back. And I think the only running backs that are down in this range that I could potentially see myself starting week in, week out is going to be Naheem Hines. Now, we did see a fucking crazy narrative out of their head coach Frank Reich that I if I'm playing fantasy football is what Frank Reich says it's not what I'm saying Frank Reich says if I'm playing fantasy football I'm drafting Naheem Hines then people get their fucking panties in a bunch thinking oh my god is Jonathan Taylor gonna get cucked by Naheem Hines blah 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 they talk themselves out of this they might try to talk themselves out of this crazy town of Jonathan Taylor look Naheem Hines is gonna get work I doubt he has a crazy season but I do still think he's worthy of a pick we only have one two three four running backs so i want to go ahead and get another running back here before we close out the draft and i want to make sure i get another guy that i think could be seeing some starting time and that is going to be gus bus edwards running back of the baltimore ravens while i do think jk dobbins is going to be the lead back there is a chance that injuries happen injuries happen all the time and i think he would set in clearly as the number one running back and i think there are going to be games where gus edwards probably outscores jk dobbins going to be hard to predict but i think he's a fine pick here in the last round i am very confident that gronk's going to play so I'm not drafting a backup tight end. I never do that. So I'm going to go ahead and draft another wide receiver here. I don't think you should be drafting four quarterbacks. I think that's a little bit crazy. Maybe you do that and then you try to fucking hold them hostage on your team and try to trade one of them away maybe. But I think that's a little bit crazy because people who do that, typically no one wants to trade with the guy who's just holding dudes hostage. Here we fall into yet another predicament because my favorite pick here is also a Buffalo Bill. It would be Jamison Crowder. But Nick Gabe Davis is the number two receiver. I know, but would you be surprised at all if Crowder was the number two guy a lot of weeks? I would not be. But we're going to just take an upside shot. We have so many rookie wide receivers already that I'm just going to go ahead and take an upside shot here and say that, you know what? Maybe Odell will come back. And we're going to take Odell, we're going to throw him on the IR, and then we're going to just pick someone up. I think that's a decent strategy. Draft Odell, maybe comes back halfway through the season, and then you can throw him in your lineup. But right now, the draft's over, so all you would do is put him in your IR spot, as long as your league has an IR spot, and then you're going to go ahead and 
and just pick up someone else, right? Just pick up a player you think could start. Again, Carson Wentz, I think his ass is grass in the NFL, sadly, so I would not be taking him. So thank you guys all so much for watching today's video. I'll move myself, do the electric slide over here so you guys can see my full team. The full team is comprised of Joshy Allen, Aaron Jones, James Conner, Stefan Diggs, Michael Pittman. Uh, we got Rob Gronkowski, Traylon Burks, and Trey Lance in the starting lineup. The bench is comprised of Drake London. We got Chase Edmonds, famous Jameis, Ida W. Winston, Naheem Hines, Gus Bus Edwards, and Odell Beckham Jr. So thank you guys all so much for watching today's video. I hope you did end up enjoying. Please make sure that you do use promo code AWESOMO on Underdog Fantasy. If you are new, get a $100 first match deposit bonus. I love you guys so much. Hope you have a great rest of your guys' day. And as always, good week.